EasyImport.com is the first do-it-yourself platform for small and medium businesses importers. Whoever handled import anywhere in the world must have felt, at one point or another, frustrated and confused. At EasyImport we thrive to empower importers to take control of their supply chain, cutting mediators, and getting full transparency of the process. EasyImport's first challenge is to simplify the import process. Our DIY platform has a self-explanatory methodology that enables every importer to control his imports. We are already working on the next generation of EasyImport, simplifying the supply chain in the aspects of international transportation, marine insurance, and goods funding. Join the community of independent importers who already chose the easy way. And now to our periodic blog that you can find at easyimport.com. Enjoy! And we are live. So welcome everyone to today's live stream. And we are going to be covering a topic a lot of you have been asking about, and that is customs, importing, freight, what's involved with freight. And we have Chen joining us from Easy Import. So Chen, a big welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Dan. For sure. And what we're going to do, Chen is going to answer some of the, the most common questions that do come in around this, not just on importing itself, but also around importing. Who's involved in that whole chain? So it's really simple for you. You know exactly what's going to happen with inventory at each step as you send it from a manufacturer to the FBA warehouse, for example. So this is going to clear up a lot of the process, but it's also going to talk about customs clearance. And that's what Easy Imports specifically helps with and allowing you to actually do that yourself. So you actually take quite a bit of control over that piece of the process. Uh, and we're going to begin with those questions. And then if you do have questions yourself, drop them in the chat. We will jump to those as well. I can see them coming up here. And Hello, Abdul, as well, and thank you uh, for your kind words. But Chen, let's begin with these. And I think the most important or uh, best one to begin with is what does Easy Import do? Well, um, what we do is we offer an online web platform to enable US importers to file their ISF and entry summary with a CBP. And the platform uh, operates uh, in a DIY method that allows us to provide the customers with very uh, competitive prices compared to the old fashioned customs clearance. Um, we do have some more tricks uh, up our sleeves and we do plan to launch additional services, um, but that will take uh, some time. Some of them uh, will we'll launch uh, during this year and some uh, in the following years. So in general, it's just a matter of owning your own imports, as you said, um, because at the end of the day, it's the importer who's responsible um, for for his imports. Uh, so if CBP has any issues, they're going to contact you as importer. So um, it's best to do it yourself and save money while you do that. For sure. And this one, I think a lot of sellers will, will find value in, and it, it might seem quite general, but it's particularly with the whole process. And that's what we're looking for is like an outline here. And so when a seller ships inventory from China to an Amazon warehouse, can you explain how many intermediaries are involved? 
how many different parties are there and what does each do? And let's say that a seller has paid the manufacturer and goods are ready for pickup. Can you just give a brief overview of all the parties that are going to be involved from that point onward until those goods land in the warehouse and kind of just a brief overview of what each actually does? Sure. Uh, well, this first of all, this is a very good question because I think that this is where a lot of importers in general uh, get confused and, and with good reason uh, for that because it is confusing and there are many uh, mediators uh, along the way. So uh, if the goods are ready, the first step would be to either contact a shipping line directly or hire a freight forwarder. That uh, usually uh, depends on the eco terms because um, you know whoever is responsible for taking the goods from the factory to the warehouse and the port and so on. Um, and if the sellers choose not to hire freight forwarder, uh, and it is quite complicated because they'll have to handle everything directly. So they will need to uh, book with the shipping line to make sure that they can handle the transportation of the goods. Uh, they will need to find a trucking company in the origin country to uh, basically move the goods from the manufacturer's factory to the destination warehouse. Uh, also, they will probably need to, to find a customs broker, a local customs broker in origin country to handle the export uh, customs process. Uh, and of course, uh, sell the shipping. Um, if they do hire freight forwarder, that's um, basically, he will handle all the things that I've just described. So if you do hire a freight forwarder, uh, you obviously pay him for his services, but he will be the one handling everything. So making sure that the goods are, are uh, basically moved to the warehouse in the origin country, that they clear from customs, the export customs, and that they are loaded to the vessel and are shipped uh, to the U.S. Now, uh, next uh, next step would probably have to be, uh, you know, sellers will need to hire a customs broker in the U.S. Uh, to handle the clearance process, the import clearance process. And this process alone, it could take, uh, you know, some time and effort in the terms of finding the right uh, broker and registering with them. The registration process alone could take a while. Uh, I do have to say that with Easy Import, the registration takes, uh, it's just a matter of minutes. Uh, and of course, they need to process the import. So they have to handle the clearance. That also could take um, hours or days, or you know, in worst case scenarios, even weeks. In case um, the shipment is is held for some sort of a CBP um, inspection, and when the shipment arrives, um, two more um, mediators or entities to factor in would probably uh, be the port of entry. There might be fees there or any you know handling charges. And uh, another possible expense uh, would be the, the CFS, the destination CFS, which is the warehouse that is handling the storage of the, the shipment, the stripping of the container. So they will probably have fees there as well. And um, the last part would be, you know, shipment cleared from customs. Uh, it's ready for pickup. You have to find a trucking company. Uh, to pick up the shipment from the warehouse, from the CFS warehouse, and move it to Amazon's warehouse. So a lot of a lot of intermediators uh, along the way. For sure. And then CFS, what does that actually stand for? 
uh, it's container freight station. So uh, you would have one um, at the origin country uh, that would be the party who's responsible for consolidating uh, the shipments, right? So if we're talking about LCL shipments, for example, someone has to take a container and take all the shipments that are supposed to be shipped in this container and consolidate them into one container. And on the destination, uh, they are responsible for the opposite process. So they strip down the container and take out all the shipments and um, store them differently, uh, separately. So uh, every customer could come and pick up his shipment. Okay, and then LCL stands for less than container load shipments. Right. So that's right. mostly what sellers are going to be doing in the beginning until they're doing enough volume to do FCL, full container load. And then I think the very important distinction you made here is, and the, the common confusion here is that the freight forwarder owns the vessels and trucks and but that's not the case. Those are shipping companies. What the freight forwarder does, he, he's like a manager of the of all of those pieces to your puzzle as you covered. And so just from your experience, what are some good freight forwarders? If you if you could give some just examples for people. Well, um, there are specific freight forwarders that I would recommend because I don't we don't, you know, ship uh, our own shipments and imports. So um, I can't really recommend the company that I never used, but there are many good freight forwarders and I'd really recommend uh, looking around, you know, going online and looking for any recommendation uh, to be sure that you choose the right freight forwarder. Cause as you could see, he plays a major role in your uh, shipping uh, process. It basically takes money for all the headache that he will have um, when orchestrating the many logistics processes involved in getting your shipment from point A to point B. Um, there are many, uh, many freight forwarders. Um, and, and again, it really does depend um, on what you read online and see. Um, and and us usually the, the bigger ones would have a lot of recommendation. I will state, um, I will, think it, it makes sense for, especially for Amazon sellers to make sure uh, what people are writing um, on those uh, freight forwarders when it comes to smaller businesses. Because, you know, everyone can, can give great service when he handles uh, a very large company. Uh, the trick is to find the, the way to, to handle small and medium businesses the same way as they deserve, just as uh, the large companies uh, receive the same uh, quality service. For sure. And you get uh, some specialized freight forwarders, which specialize for like little e-commerce businesses. So, uh, but thank you for that explanation. And then within the intermediaries, where do you easy import fit into that process? Yeah, well, we would fit into uh, the import customs clearance process uh, in the US. So for now, this is the these are the services that we provide. Um, I do have to uh, emphasize the fact that we we've the entire platform is based on the idea that the importer is handling it. So I, I um, we don't like to be called mediators in a way because we try to give everything and all the control to the importer. 
um, so that they will be a part of the process and not just, you know, wait for answers and try to figure out where everything stands and where the shipment's at and when is it going to clear. So they are really a part of the process with us. Okay. And then in terms of that specifically, could you explain more what a customs bond is, what customs duties are, and in total, what customs clearance really entails? Uh, also specifically how a customs bond and customs clearance work together. Yeah, sure. Well, um, in short, a customs bond um, is required as a CBP regulation. It acts as a financial guarantee between the customs, uh, the importer and a surety company um, to ensure that importers pay customs all import fees and duties or any other uh, customs activities. So it's basically um, an insurance policy. And those bonds are only required when you're importing a formal shipment. So a shipment with a value of uh, that exceeds $2,500, um, specifically from China with, with the sanctions, uh, it's usually above $250. Um, and that's when you need the bond. And without it, basically, you can't clear your shipment from customs. And that's the, as simple as that. And customs duty uh, is a tariff or tax that is imposed on goods uh, when transported across international borders. And so the duties will be calculated according to the HDS code uh, of the commodities that you're importing um, and based on the value of those goods. Uh, so uh, you could have, let's say, uh, a very specific type of commodities that you're importing. Um, they will have their own uh, uh, HTS code. It has its rate and then you will pay your duties according to the HDS code and the value of the goods that you're importing for this specific shipment. All right, and with those, I've actually dropped some links below uh, for the viewers as well on the links uh, that you mentioned, uh, Chen, to for the HS codes and then also for the, what was it called? It was a bureau. It's, yeah. Yeah, it was the US Census Bureau as well. So those links will help you just determine, you know, what duty rate you're going to pay for specific types of goods, um, because I know that's a common question as well. And then do freight forwarders generally also help sellers with customs bond and customs clearance? And if they do, what's the benefit of using easy import instead of doing that? Well, uh, freight forwarders can definitely help uh, sellers with the bond purchases. Um, as for the clearance process, a freight forwarder can't clear your shipment from customs unless they have uh, a broker license. But some of them uh, do have agreements with, with uh, customs brokers and they may connect you with the customs broker that they, they're working with so that he will handle your clearance. Now, um, with easy import, what we do is we offer um, both single bonds. Yeah, so you can purchase a bond for the specific transaction that you're performing at the moment. So if it's IS an ISF, then you can purchase a single bond for the ISF. And if it's um, an entry summary, then you can purchase the single bond for the entry summary. 
And we also uh, support continuous bond services. So uh, importers who have, let's say, more than two shipments a year or three um, should probably consider purchasing continuous bond uh, to save money. Um, and I do have to say that in, in, in this field of area, the continuous bond as well, um, when we look at other you know, companies' prices, um, we understand that our price is, is really cost effective. So if you would start at, I don't know, 450 or $500 for $50,000 coverage, with Easy Import, you'll get that coverage for $295. Uh, and then you can use this continuous bond for all your CDP transaction throughout the year. So any ISF or entry that you have to file uh, during uh, um, a period of 12 months, uh, this bond can be used. Um, I will say uh, one more thing that is important to, to take in consideration. Uh, this bond, you will be able to use it regardless of the broker that you're working with because it's your bond. So any broker should be able to uh, help you with clearance should you choose to hire a broker um, or do it yourself with us, the bond's gonna be there for the 12 months. So you can always use it. And, and with that bond, Chen, what if, so that money is there almost in like a, uh, what's the best word for it? but it's, it's there in an account ready to be used. What if, I mean, what happens if I use up all of that during customs clearance? Well, uh, bonds, again, you can purchase according to the coverage. So um, for example, when you ask for a, uh, a continuous bond purchase with us, uh, you would be asked to fill in a short questionnaire and we would ask you about uh, the estimated value of the goods for the following 12 months and the estimated duties, okay? Because obviously the bonding company, um, they provide insurance and, and they don't want to, well, like any other insurance company, nobody actually wants to pay in case you don't pay, but they are very careful and they are asking, you know, um, what is the estimated value of your goods so that they will assess the risk. Now, according to your answers, uh, they will, um, provide you with a continuous bond to fit. And if throughout the year your business, you know, is growing and everything is going well and you need a higher coverage, that's not an issue. You can basically purchase a continuous bond with a higher coverage to make sure that you meet um, the requirements and not, well, not find out about it when your shipment is stuck at the port. And only then uh, you, you find out that you, you're, you're lacking something there uh, in the coverage okay and then what if i don't use the full bond does it carry over or how does what happens then well if you don't use the whole bond um, it doesn't carry over it, it only it's only effective for 12 months so unfortunately you cannot use it you know in the, the following year just because you haven't used it that's why i'm saying you have to know that you're going to have at least uh, like three or four shipments uh, but again, I do have to state that it's still cost effective to purchase a continuous bond, even if you have only three or four shipments, because single bonds are, um, well, it costs basically like purchasing a continuous bond. When you reach your third shipment, you're already there. So just pur purchase the continuous okay. bond and have it with you. Okay. So purchase the continuous bond, but don't overestimate. 
be yeah. very realistic. Yeah. Okay. I mean, sellers generally prefer the DDP INCO term, which is delivered duty paid. And it's pretty much like a turnkey solution with a freight forwarder. In other words, they book all the intermediaries we covered earlier and get it all the way to the warehouse. Now, if I'm using easy import for the customs part, uh, let's say I want to do that because it's cost effective on the continuous uh, bond, or I just want to have more control over that, or I've had problems with customs clearance prior and I want to control that. What inco term should a seller be using uh, with a freight forwarder? What should they be booking? What inco term if they're using easy imports on the US side? Well, uh, we support all types of inco terms. So it really doesn't matter. Uh, the one thing that sellers do need to keep in mind is that um, the users who register with us are the ones who will be paying for the services, the different services that we provide. So that means that uh, they should either be the ones to register or if they send for some reason a third party to be uh, performing all the, the, the processes with us, uh, I'd probably recommend if they send a DDP to wire the money in advance because we will only charge the the actual customer, the actual easy import customer uh, who registered with us. Okay. And so I suppose a seller could do DDU, deliver duty unpaid. So all the other factors are included except the duty and then do customs clearance with you. Um, on the other hand, it might be worth it to actually be able to add a user to your account because then you could do DDP, but actually have like your, uh, your party is actually shipping DDP for you. You could have them pay through easy import. That's another just idea. Well, well the, the, the customers who are registered with us, it's important to say, um, have to be, you know, U.S. importers or it could be U.S. agents, but basically they should have a U.S. legal entity. That's something that's important to remember. Um, so whatever you decide and however you decide to operate it, just make sure that this, uh, this is the customer who's registering with us. Okay. And then I wanted to get your opinion on this. Well, sellers often ship in, in three primary ways. One, they would create an account with one freight forwarder, like a big freight forwarder, um, and they might even get a continuous bond with them, but they use that for all their shipments. The other is they create an account on a website, and from that site, they can choose different quotes per individual shipment. So they could uh, book a shipment with freight forwarder A on the first shipment, freight forwarder B on the second, they can choose between shipments, like on a website like Freightos, or they use their supplier's freight forwarder. So uh, suppliers or, or manufacturers often have partnered freight forwarders. And what you can do is actually pay the actual manufacturer for both creation of the product, but also logistics and shipping the product uh, in one go, which can also be cost effective. So those are the three primary ways I wanted your opinion just on what you think is the best option and why. Um, and then you can also include what's the best option if someone 
is also using easy import. Okay, well, um, basically none of the option affects the process when using easy import. So it really doesn't matter which option you, sh you choose if you want to clear shipment with us. We do uh, strongly believe in price comparison and, and owning your, your imports. Um, I'd have to say it's always a good idea to try finding the best prices, never ever at the expense of the quality. That's why I was saying earlier that you need to look around and see um, previous customers' recommendations and so on. Um, but yeah, definitely compare prices. Uh, as far as using the supplier's uh, freight forwarder goes, I, it may come in handy uh, at first and before the sellers uh, gain experience and 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 uh, you know make contacts with freight forwarders. Uh, I would definitely recommend finding your own freight forwarder once you're ready for it, just to avoid you know further mediators, just to be um, completely in control of your imports. Now you could work, you could decide to work with several freight forwarders, uh, and maybe you're shipping goods from different countries. And when you're shipping it from China, it's best to work with this specific freight forwarder. Or if you're shipping it from London, then use this freight forwarder. Um, but I would definitely recommend at one point or another, just find your freight forwarder, but always make sure you're paying a fair price. Perfect. And then a couple shorter questions here. Does Easy Import operate only for US customs clearance? Yeah, well, we only uh, provide services in the US and only for the import process at the moment. Uh, we do, however, uh, plan to launch an LCL service uh, by the end of this year. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, um, basically, Easy Customs is, is just the beginning. We think that there's a lot of work that can be done uh, in terms of the entire supply chain uh, that can better um, assist or, or work better uh, for small and medium businesses as well. As I said, Larger companies usually have their tailor-made solutions and everyone's willing to jump in and, and, and provide them with whatever they need. Um, but it's the small, medium businesses who import the most into the U.S. Um, I think it's around 97% of all imports belong to small, uh, medium businesses. So we definitely have a lot of plans um, and we're working on, on other services for you as well. Awesome. And then I'm just jumping down a bit here, but at what point do I set things up on easy import for, for a shipment? Uh, you know, am I going to book with you and set up with you before the shipment or during the shipment? When is important? I'm actually shipping now. When is important for me to set up with easy import? Well, first of all, you can um, register with us at any given moment that you'd like. Uh, with the, the ISF, uh, since CBP demands that the filing will take place 24 hours before the vessel leaves the port of origin, uh, you will need to meet the time frame and file it before, uh, before the departure. That way, uh, I'd suggest registering several days ahead. I mean, you know you have a shipment coming. So register in advance, make sure you have everything ready. And then once you have to file the ISF, go ahead and file it. Um, for the entry filing, uh, you can either do that while the shipment is on its way to the U.S. 
uh, or after it arrives, but we do recommend trying, you know, to file in advance um, if it's possible, of course, if you have all the documents and all the information. Uh, it's just to, to try and avoid extra storage fees. So every day that the shipment is, is had arrived at the U.S. and it went to the CFS and, and it's sitting there with storage adding up, just do your best to do it in advance to make sure that it doesn't cost you a lot of money. Okay, and then with that, when can I clear the goods? So I assume you can only clear them once they've arrived at the point of entry, uh, but maybe not. You could elaborate on that, but also how am I notified that my goods are ready to be cleared uh, at the point of entry? Yeah, yeah. well, um, first of all, it's the carrier's responsibility to let you know that the shipment is arriving. So several days before the arrival, uh, you're supposed to get an arrival notice uh, and have the dates ready there. And of course, you can always um, contact the carrier to make sure that it did in fact arrive in time. And if not, when is it arriving? Um, and um, in general, you can start with us. Okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to answer in behalf of all the customs brokers. The, out there, but with Easy Import, we do allow uh, the option to file the entry in advance. Again, as long as you have all the documents and you have all the information, we see no problem with it. What we do um, for um, for the customers who use our broker module, what we do is we get their the information, the broker reviews it, uh, makes sure that everything is okay and that it meets requirements. Um, in case there are any regulations. So if you need a PGA of some kind to get your shipment cleared, they will handle it. Um, and if there are any duties that uh, you need to pay, they will handle it as well. And basically they get everything ready for the clearance. And this way, uh, what we do, if everything's ready, uh, then your entry is basically sitting there waiting for it to, um, for, for, for the shipment to have five days until its arrival. And then we just automatically send it to cargo release. Um, yes, usually you still have to wait for it to actually arrive because um, it depends on the CBP and they may ask to examine the ship. And this, this is something that could always happen. But we do our best to try and you know help customers get everything ready on time. So you won't have any delays or any extra fees to pay. Um, but you can also, as I said before, you can also file it after it arrived. Um, it's just, you'll probably be a bit more nervous and you'll have the fees, uh, you know, breathing down your neck uh, with every day that goes by. And this is uh, not the best option. Okay. That's actually really interesting. So if you have it lined up well, your goods can literally just go th like straight through your customs um, if it's yeah. done yeah. in advance. And then, okay, so let's say I do that. How do you, when am I notified or does Easy Import notify me when my goods are cleared from customs, when my job is done with that part? How do I know that? Yeah, well, we definitely notify. By the way, we, we send notifications um, throughout the process. So we always keep you up to date and informed uh, of where it stands. Um, as for the release, we send both email and mobile notifications, uh, updating customers with the current status and when it's released, we notify the customer uh, that the shipment cleared from customs. And we also attach all the release documents that the customer needs uh, to prove that the shipment cleared. 
So he would be, uh, he would have to show the CFS all those documents for them to allow them, allow the customer to actually pick it up from the CFS. We notify uh, the customers, they know everything all the time. So whenever anything changes, they know about it. Perfect. And lastly, and we are going to get to your questions. Uh, and thank you guys, all of you for these questions. They look good. One last one, Chen, for you, and we'll get to those is customs clearance. It can be slow. There are times when you have holdups there. Do you have just any last tips on how to avoid problems with customs and how to speed up that customs clearance? I know you did already touch on that, like booking in advance, but any other tips in general from your experience uh, that the viewers would value? Yeah, sure. Um, well, first of all, I would have to recommend that sellers who plan to import learn about the import process as much as possible. Um, for that reason, we uh, maintain a monthly blog on our website, and I know that other companies do that as well, because this, uh, this niche, uh, it has a lot of information. So you have to get to know um, the import process and get to know the different shipping documents that you have and the key players in international trade. You have to really become a professional at what you do for a living. That would probably be the best advice. Um, so understanding um, of the import process would help sellers to uh, comply with CBP regulations. That way they can avoid delays or any other frictions with the regulator. Usually, um, you know, you never know if CBP is going to ask for your shipment. But if you comply and you work with uh, suppliers that meet the requirements and are organized and have, you know, everything, all of the documents ready, um, you're supposed to be good to go. That would probably be the best advice that I could give. Excellent. And then looking at some of the the uh the questions here uh is uh number one brian i'll quickly take this but this one is this only about usa shipping uh not the concepts all the concepts are the same with duties and clearance and bonds and all of that is is the same inco terms are the same universally as well because uh, those are international commercial terms inco terms but in terms of easy import, yes, that is specifically for US customs clearance, uh, that part. And then Chen, can you actually see this comment on screen here? Uh, do I have to hire a customs broker in the US even with air freight DDP? Yeah, uh, that's, that's a good question. Uh, I will have to say it depends on, on, first of all, if you're sending it out with a courier, company, they usually handle the customs clearance for you. Um, usually they have a customs clearance department and a customs uh, broker uh, that handles it on your behalf. So the flow, you know, is not affected. But um, if you're shipping with uh, an airline company that isn't, you know, a courier company, you may need to hire a broker. Yeah, because someone has to clear the shipment from customs. Uh, I will say, and it's important to know, um, you have to have a broker, traditionally, you have to have a broker to get your shipment cleared from customs. The, the CBP does have a thing called a filer code. Um, I don't know if you've ever uh, discussed this, but um, the CBP does allow 
uh, specific importers. So you'd have to have high volumes, uh, at least uh, an average of about 15 entries per month. Um, and the, the goods that you're importing, the worth, they have to be worth at least 1 million a year, but they do allow specific importers to um, get a filer code and that only those importers can clear shipment from customs without a customs broker. Uh, by the way, people, you know, companies who have a filer code can use easy import because this is something that our platform supports. So they can just file, go in, file their ISF, file their entry and get it cleared without having any customs broker um, in the way. Um, but yeah, air freight, uh, if you're importing with truck, if you're importing by rail, it's an entry. So you have to get it fully uh, released from customs uh, regardless of the, the, the transportation mode. Okay, that's really interesting. So with the, so I think the key question that I would have on that is, so if you have, if you're shipping by ocean freight or air freight, is there a difference there in the customs clearance or is it the same in terms well, of, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, it's the same entry summary wise, it's the same, you have to have the entry. The only difference uh, would be that when you're shipping it by ocean, you also have to file the ISF. So this is mandatory for ocean cargo, the, the filing 24 hours before the vessel leaves the origin country. Um, but the entry summary, it's the same. You have to file it either way. Okay. And I'm not sure if you have experience on this one, but uh, Saif says, hey, Dan, what is the process to import stock from China to India? Um, so I would say it's the same in terms of the components and what we've discussed here. Uh, but Chen, anything you want to add on this one? Yeah, sure. Um, well, as you said, customs is basically the same wherever you go. Um, any uh, country um, would would operate on two levels when it comes to importing. So the first thing that the customs wants to, to know is, do you meet the regulations, right? Uh, in case you're importing a commodity that has to have some sort of a um, an approval or license from the Ministry of Health or the Ministry of Transportation and so on. This is something that is the same. And most of the commodities, most of them, not all of them, but will require the same uh, approval or import approval, no matter where you ship it. Because if I'm importing a car, obviously any country that has a car imported into it would like to have some sort of an approval from the Ministry of Transportation or the Department of Transportation. Um, and the second part would be duties. So each uh, country can decide on the, you know, the tariff for their specific uh, uh, importers. Um, that would be pretty much uh, the same concept. Uh, I do recommend checking in advance. One of the things that I've learned from from um, my experience is that uh, when 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 importers don't check everything that they can in advance, they tend to get uh, surprised and not in a good way. So it could be delays, it could be uh, uh, costs that they haven't even factored in, and they're just standing there shocked and, and don't know how to even get the, the shipment cleared. Uh, so definitely try to check, try to maybe consult with a local broker. Um, that would probably be a good idea. Perfect. And then what about timing, Chen? If you had to give an average 
how long does it take to clear customs in the US? Uh, well, again, it, it really depends because some commodities uh, don't require any uh, import licenses or any approvals and you can clear them within uh, hours as long as the shipment arrived. Uh, some may take longer. Again, it depends. Uh, you may need PGAs and it will take another day or two. Uh, and as I've mentioned several times, in case the CBP wants to examine your shipment, that could definitely take time. So it could take days, it could even sometimes take weeks, and it, it does have a lot of costs that are added to it. Okay, and then this is a good one. So the value. So what is the value of a shipment based on? You obviously pay duties and things based on this value, but what what is that value based on? Is it manufacturing alone? Is it the you know, sell in sell price of the products? Is it the manufacturing and shipping and insurance? What's the value that yeah. everything is charged upon? Well, so uh, that that varies according to the countries, the different countries. But in the U.S., um, you only pay duties on the value of the goods. Um, so if you were to file an entry summary, you would have to report the freight cost or insurance, co insurance uh, cost if you paid for insurance. But the duties are only going to be paid for the value of the goods. So the value that is stated inside the invoice, uh, the price that you paid your um, vendor, your seller, uh, that would be the price that uh, the duties will be calculated from. I've noticed that the customs will often quote CIF, cost, insurance, and freight. And so what I'm taking from uh, what you've said here is that, yes, you're going you're gonna to put in that amount, but what you're actually charged, the value you're charged upon is actually just the base cost. Is that accurate generally? Yeah. Yeah, you will pay. I mean, of course, if you if you purchased insurance, you're going to pay the insurance company. That's obvious. Sure. I mean, you're going to pay them. And uh, let's say sometimes you have even additional costs like the transportation, the inland transportation in the origin country. If you have to take the shipment from the factory to the warehouse, uh, let's say in China. Um, but those are non-dutables. The customs wants to know about it, but they won't charge you any duties. Uh, for those payments specifically. Okay, got it. So it's based on the base manufacturing value. And lastly here, what would you say is the main benefit of easy imports? Um, well, I have to say that um, there are many benefits. It's kind of difficult. It's like asking me which one of your children do you like most? <laughs> um, but but um, the whole idea behind Easy Import was to empower the small, medium businesses. Uh, so I would say that a major benefit would have to be that you are actually in control of your imports. I mean, anyone who's ever tried to import anything um, and anywhere around the world, by the way, not specifically in the US, um, you know, must have felt lost at one point or another. And a part of, you know, the, the, the reason for that would be that you have so many mediators along the way. Uh, and for some reason, I mean, this is a very old fashioned industry. Um, and, you know, we are expecting 
transparency. We're expecting, you know, knowing where my shipment stands sounds like a very you know, normal request. Uh, and for some reason, a lot of importers are struggling with, with uh, their customs brokers and other mediators along the way in getting answers. So where does it stand? Um, and I think that this is probably one of the, the major benefits that we we offer. We have an online dashboard. It's an up-to-date dashboard. So you know at any moment in time where your shipments stand and you get notifications. I mean, we do our best to, to, to be as transparent as possible on both statuses and prices. That's another very painful uh, issue. Uh, you don't know. No one's telling you how much you're going to pay. They're all just sometimes, you know, hiding it. And then at the end of the process, you get this invoice and you don't know. I mean, was it even worth it to import those products if this is what I have to pay for the clearance? Uh, we don't believe uh, in, in, in hidden costs. So the transparency, we also put it there. Those are our prices. Here's what you pay. That's it. Awesome. I think that's actually very current as well with the shortage of staff at, at customs and, and uh, borders currently and the slowdown in shipping is this is one way that you could really expedite that while everyone else is using perhaps the more traditional uh, brokers that are at those ports. This is a, a way for you to control it, take more ownership of it and ensure you actually get those shipments through quicker. Uh, one thing I will mention is that at least with the US, uh, some parts of importing are a lot easier than in Europe. And the reason I wanted to mention this is Europe is changing in terms of importing. Um, and they now have a one-stop shop VAT system. So you pay VAT, which is like import VAT, similar like an import duty. But for anyone importing to Europe, go check out the OSS uh, VAT policies, which will allow you to be able to work with your VAT in one European country instead of having to actually set up and file with like five. So they've, they try to make this a lot simpler. It's also going to make it simpler for moving goods across countries in Europe as well. Um, and I do hope to see easy import expanding to Europe as well in the future. Uh, but Chen, I want to thank you very much for your time. Sure. Thank been, you for having me. <laughs> my pleasure. It's been awesome. I think not only in just going over easy import, but just like going over the broad process because shipping has so many components and it can be really overwhelming in terms of what happens when and all the different pieces. I think you really explained it well. Uh, thank you everyone in the chat box as well. Awesome questions. And I hope Lakeland is very cool. And you got a lot of thank yous here, Chen, as well. Uh, but again, thank you for your time. Guys, if you did enjoy this, check out Easy Import below. It's in the description link for you. I'll make a pinned comment as well. And remember to subscribe. Give us a like if this was helpful for you. Let me know your shipping struggles in the comments as well. And I will catch you in the next video. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the EasyImport.com podcast. EasyImport.com is the first do-it-yourself platform for small and medium businesses importers. At EasyImport, we thrive to empower importers to take control of their supply chain, 
cutting mediators, and getting full transparency of the process. Easy Import's first challenge is to simplify the import process. Our DIY platform has a self-explanatory methodology that enables every importer to control his imports. Join the community of independent importers who already chose the easy way. Go to website easyimport.com and start filing today. It's that easy.